We are two women who don't know much, but of three things, we are absolutely positive. Number one, we are in our mid-twenties. Number two, we both enjoy reading fanfiction. Number three, we are unconditionally and irrevocably in love with the Twilight Saga! We'll talk all things Twilight. We will read and review Twilight fanfic, and then we'll talk about whatever the fuck we want to. Yay! I'm Katie Platt, and I'm Jenny Walton, and, and we are two stupid lambs. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I got it. Did I get it working? <gasps> was it the tap that did it? I think it was the. the is that why musicians do tap tap I don't tap? Know. Is this thing on? Hey, we're on. Hi, Jenny. Hey. It has been a hot minute. Yes, it's been it's been an embarrassing bit. Indulge us, listener, if you will, as we catch up on some personal things. Yeah, there's a lot. You're employed. I am employed. Jenny after, is employed. After how many interviews? So I was I had 25 rejections. Yes. This is my 20. Right? Hold on. I have a running list on my phone. This is healthy to have a list on your phone of everything you've been rejected from. Oh, yeah. it's com- Yeah, so this was n- lucky number 26. Wow. Lucky number Yay. 26. When I got the phone call, my initial reaction wasn't just overjoyed. It was, like, thank Deep relief. God. Yeah. Because all of these interviews that I've had, not to toot my own horn, but I could do every single one of those jobs. Well, that's the thing about Hollywood is, like, everyone's qualified. Everyone's qualified. It's basic assistant work. I could do... It's, it's demeaning is it's what it is. It's demeaning. Except this job is actually actually ask my opinion, which is <gasps> shocking. So you're settling in well. I'm settling in well. I got really lucky. So I had my first week. So I worked for a production company. I was originally hired as just the assistant for the president and the CE. But the writer's assistant got a really sweet gig writing. So for the time being, I'm assisting all three. All my three bosses are great. I actually really enjoy them. They're all women. Oh, um, congrats. I haven't been an assistant in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. So I was very nervous taking my first call. Yeah. Oh, God. I like, can imagine doing that. Oh, what's it? it was so weird answering and then being like, one moment, let me see if I have her. It just, you slip back into it. You, it's like it, riding a bike. It is like riding a fucking bike. Like, yes, being an assistant is not that hard, but what is hard is mastering it all and putting like your own little spin. Spin on it. Being yeah. a unique person. I've been told that I have a really good phone voice, mm-hmm. um, which I take great pride in. Yeah. I get my first paycheck this week and to get an <gasps> actual paycheck, that's not unemployment. That's I'm just I'm really happy for you. Thank you so much. I'm really happy, really relieved, but it does take up time. So we haven't been able to get together and chit chat. Our little pod. Do our little pod. I've also been a little busy. Yeah, you have. Um, Talk to me about it. In an existential way and also in an actually life got in the way thing. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, I have to leave my beautiful, wonderful, mystical house. That she just moved into. That I just moved into in December. December. It is currently March. Yeah. You've been there three months. Mm-hmm. I have to move again. Uh, I live in a very magical Snow White cottage mansion. It's amazing. And dear listeners, when I tell you, 
I am devastated she's leaving because of the post-COVID parties we could have had in that it's house. It's an amazing party house. We have a ginormous pool. We have a bar area. It's so So cool. many rooms. Like, there's just so... It's unbelievable. I have five roommates that I live with, which I know sounds like a but hostel, it's, but it's so spacious. It's you don't really know. spacious. Yeah. Anyway, the owner wants to sell it and make a bunch of money, but the joke's on whoever buys it because... A, it's a historical site, so you can't knock it down and build some fancy new house. Yeah. You have to renovate that house. And, like, that house is old and falling apart. very old. It's perfect for, like, a bunch of poor creatives in Hollywood. Yeah. But I don't know who else is going to, like, When I actually helped move Katie in while she was at home because we had to steal her couch. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I remember when I was... Did we ever talk about that? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, my God. Basically... Jenny and our friend Desiree really saved my ass and they had to literally like move me out of my apartment secretly because I had crazy ass roommates while I was out of town and they did it and they moved all my shit for me to my new place. Yeah. So it was very covert and I was walking around. It was like an FBI operation. It really was. It really was. I was walking around with Des and I was like, this house has great bones. Yeah. If someone just renovated, it could be incredible. I mean, it's already amazing. Yeah. it's It's just old. Old. Very old. But I think my roommates and I are we're house hunting. We're oh, gonna keep nice. on finding another house. And we have one that we really like in Los Feliz. Ooh. And it's so we oh, we don't we're so excited. It's far away, but like and I was kind of cautious about that. I was like, ooh, it's like deep. Yeah. But then I went over there and I was like, I fucking love this neighborhood. There's a fundamental difference between KP and I. Yeah. I love the West Side. You love the West Side. I'm such a West Side bitch. I don't get me wrong, I love the West Side. I just don't want to live there yet. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Desperately. So that's kind of what I've been up to. And then I have also, as you know, mm-hmm. decided to take acting more seriously. Yes. So I have been in acting classes. Vir- virtual? Yes, virtual. Nice. I finally succumbed to virtual acting classes um and i'm working on making my own reel uh, very exciting and yeah so you've been watching normal people <sighs> i haven't watched a lot of normal people only because i've been starved for content and there just hasn't been a lot of good content recently no my roommate and i were saying that connell is so great because he's an attainable hot Yes, that's he's, an amazing way to put it. Yes, he's not like a Liam Hemsworth. Don't get me wrong, Paul Maskell can get it. But I he's not it. like a Liam Hemsworth. We're going to cast him as the next superhero or something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's, he's an hot. attainable hot. He, like, works out, but he's not, like, ripped. Ripped. Uh, like, he is kind, mm-hmm. but not a pushover. Mm-hmm. He's quiet. I love quiet guys. I like the idea of quiet guys. I like quiet, but you got to be smart. Yeah. Like, when you do talk, it has to be worth it. Yes, 100%. Yeah. You can't be quiet and dumb. (laughs) KP, I really wish you could have come. I had a hinge party last night, dear listeners, where I, like, went over my time. Jenny, what's a hinge party? Okay, so a hinge party is I'm going back on the dating apps because, like, one, I need to have sex. Mm -hmm. Like, it has been a long long time. time. Two, I, like, may or may not be ready to meet the love of my life. Or at least be open to dating. Okay. Seriously. And so I invited a bunch of my friends to come over and help me pick out what photos go on my Hinge profile. And then if they want to download it onto their phone and like swipe for guys for me, they can. Mm-hmm. I made a whole slideshow. Okay. It was like a whole thing. 
And part of what I went over was, like, what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I think my funniest slide was I had pictures of my type. So it was, like, Chris Evans, Reggae Jean Page, Taryn Edgerton. And then the next slide was, like, my realistic type, which was just, like, frat stars. <laughs> yeah. Because Connell, 100,000% my type on paper. But where are you going to find Paul Beskull in Los Angeles? I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I mean, unless it's, like... He's at a coffee house early in the morning working on his novel. And he's like, excuse me, uh, I was wondering if you'd like to share a table. And I'd say, Connell, I would. <laughs> what you're doing right now is the perfect normal people um, normal people speak. Because it's like... They talk really slow. They talk really slow and really quiet. Really and quiet. Almost breath, like breathy. It's very breathy, yeah, you know, breathy. when they talk. Oh, it takes itself very seriously, but it's so it's good. It's so good. So this episode's going to be a little bit It's going to be a different. different. Um, as we mentioned last pod, if you can even remember that. It I felt know. like so, so many, many days ago. ago. But yeah, we are going to do a little pirate. Little pirate. Little pirate of the Caribbean episode. Um, did you watch? I watched the Netflix documentary on pirates. Did you watch the Netflix? There's a Netflix documentary. Yeah, it's like a five-part series on pirates in the Caribbean. Like the movie, the franchise? Not the franchise. No. Oh, Jenny, do no. not get my heart racing like that. So it's just about like actual pirates. Yes. Okay, I'm I'm a little intrigued. It's awful. Oh, it's it is so poorly produced. But I loved. It's like the perfect watch while you're cooking show. Okay. We need to talk about. Our first episode when we talked about our love of Twilight yes. and where that developed. We need to talk about that with pirates. Yeah, we do. Because as we discussed many moons ago, mm-hmm. pirates was our pre-Twilight obsession. Like it this, was. this is where, at least for me, it was. It was. I hardcore. the obsession, obsession over a single thing truly began. Yes, I, I saw Pirates when it came out, mm-hmm. and I really, really liked it. And it came out in like what two thousand three? Yeah. yeah. And it took them a while to like make the sequel and get it out but I remember like a couple years had passed and I had picked up the DVD mm-hmm. and I was like oh I'll just watch this again like I remember liking this movie I think I was 12 11 or 12 mm-hmm. at the time and I don't know what it was I think no I actually know what it was it was Orlando Bloom as a full turner um I watched it and I just like fell became, in love fell in love became not love like obsession I would watch Pirates in the morning, mm-hmm. and then as soon as it wrapped up, it started again, mm-hmm. and just loved it. I actually, there was a friend at school who shared my obsession. She wasn't as into it as I was, but uh, we came up with like fake pirate names. She was Captain Clarissa, and I was Captain Giselle. Oh, I know. I kind of went with that one. I was like, Ooh, I'm Giselle, uh, and we this you know because it's like it's sixth grade. It's like yeah. right before you oh, age yeah. out of being like make believe. And all make of that. believe. Yeah, it was like the last thing. So. I remember also that uh, my school had a dress-up day, a movie character dress-up day, mm-hmm. and when I tell you I went all out as Jack Sparrow... I I can believe it. All out as as Jack Sparrow. Do you have a picture? I do, and it's if it ever gets out, I'm ruined. I'm done. <laughs> I'm absolutely ruined. I took it so seriously, and once again, I feel like this is the part of middle school where it's weird, where some people are on like the makeup and boys train yeah. and other people are like I'm still a pirate I'm Captain Jack Sparrow <laughs> and that was me um what about you so I I remember I saw it at my stepdad's house 
it wasn't in theaters, but it was after, and I was really freaked out by the skeleton. So I was okay. like, what the fuck is this? I don't like this. And then when I was in fifth grade, my dad took us to see the second movie. And for some reason, I came out of that second movie, and I just couldn't stop thinking about oh, it. Yeah. I was obsessed. So we went, we came out of the second movie, went back to my dad's place, and started watching the first movie. And I don't know how it evolved, but I just, I watched it every single night. Like, every single night. I just, I feel like, I just feel a connection to you. And I went to the midnight, or I, like, saw the first showing of Pirates at my local movie theater. Mm-hmm. AMC Framingham 16, Flutie Pass. Shout out. Shout out. I see the final movie, and I hate it. I'm like, that's not the ending I want. And so while I'm on my family vacation, I write the script to the third movie that I think should have happened. What do you think should have happened? I was Jack's daughter, and I teamed up with Will and Elizabeth's son Mm -hmm. on like a scallywag adventure to bring Will back from Davy Jones' locker. And I remember thinking, okay, well, obviously I'm going to be cast as Jack's daughter. Yeah. And so (laughs) in my backyard... I, I had a scene where, like, the daughter, who was, of course, like, 12 or 13, was running down a dock, grabbed onto a rope, and jumped onto a ship. So in my backyard, I would run to run to my swing set and grab onto the swing, practicing. And I remember thinking, like, okay, I obviously can't shoot during the school year, so I'm going to have to shoot during the summer. <laughs> yes, yes, and, yes, filming most. And then I'm going to have to, yeah, Ruby, you're, that's ridiculous. And then I remember thinking, my special request is that the premiere is going to be at AMC Framingham 16 <laughs> Flutie Pass, and everyone's going to be so excited. And for my 13th birthday, we rented out a little mini, a little movie theater, or like a theater screening. And we watched Pirates of the Caribbean. And it's such a good film. It's Can we dissect why it's a good film? It's pure fun. It's fun. Pure camp. Yeah. And you know what? It's like, it's something different, mm-hmm. but it doesn't overwhelm you with like genre. No I, one's worried about like historical accuracy. Yeah. It's just like, you know what? No. Pirates on a mission. These are the bad guys. This These are the good it. guys. This is the comic relief. Like, and it, it's, I mean, it's obviously Disney, but it's not Disney. Yeah. Like, Jack Sparrow's obviously drunk. Yes. Throughout. I would have loved to see, like, an X-rated oh pirate. It's not like, God. sorry, not X-rated, but, like, one where it's, like, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp has always alluded to, like, being very, like, he drinks a lot and, and like. has a lot of sex. Has a lot of sex. And it's, like, I don't want, I want to see a TV show about that. I don't necessarily know if I want to see Jack Sparrow have sex. Would love a sex scene with Willow. Turner. Yes. What? I was obsessed with pirates. My sister was obsessed with Orlando Bloom. She had a picture of him that she would kiss every night. Yeah. Who didn't have that? If you didn't do that, then like you didn't have a teenage crush correctly. Okay, so what's hotter? Will, end of Pirates of the Caribbean 1, fighting, shirt open. Will, Pirates of the Caribbean 3, bandana, bandana, red shirt. Um, it's so funny because the first one, he looks so young. He really does. He looks like a little baby. I adored him. I was in love with him. And as I said on the last up, one thing that was very different between my relationship with Orlando Bloom and my relationship with Robert Pattinson is 
I was very supportive of Orlando Bloom, and I was mm-hmm. almost aware of the fact that it was a crush. Mm-hmm. With Robert Pattinson, I, like, legitimately wanted to date him, and if I did not date him, I would die. Yeah. But with Orlando Bloom, I could just, like, sit and admire. Yeah, it was like, oh my god, he's so hot. Yeah. Like, I love looking at you. He was dating Kate Bosworth at the time. Do you remember Kate Bosworth? I remember that she was beautiful. Gorgeous. And then he went and married Miranda Kerr. Who is also Who is gorgeous. the first woman I've seen who I've been like, I want to look like her. Yeah. Same. I'm like you're, you're sexy, but you're cute. Yeah, and you've got those amazing dimples. She does. She does walk the line so well of being like an absolute sex pot, and then mm-hmm. also being like, who me? Yeah, it's amazing. It's something that God does not do a lot with women. No. You know, it's very hard, and that's just a shining example of that. And I watched it with director's commentary. Yes, I watched it. I watched behind the scenes. I know all of the like. You can see Orlando Blooms tattoo in that scene yeah. and Kieran Knightley got in trouble because she went tanning and her hair was so much blonder and her skin was darker yes. which ruined continuity yes and she's supposed to be this pale girl because rich people back then did not go out in the sun they were like known for their creamy white skin yes and then in the second movie she said I want a sword fight yes and she obviously became and a also in the ass. first movie um she had her birthday and they gave her a cake and it was when they were filming the you like pain try wearing a corset um, famously, 17, 17 years old. 17 years old. Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Famously 17 Famously years old. go fuck yourself. Famously, famously go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. So, Jenny and I were just, we're like, let's explore the Pirates fanfic world. Because yeah. the Twilight fanfic world is so rich. It's I'm so sure deep. the it's Pirates. It's so... And I, I had never thought about going into Pirates. Never. I, I, all never of the fanfics that I've read are all novels. Like, based on novels so katie sent me this great one shot it's a one shot it's called as a woman knows the open sea by brave underscore at heart and it's on archive of our own or archive for archive of our own dot work sorry i am like minorly dyslexic yeah. um and it's basically ao3 is what it's called by ao3 mm-hmm. sorry i really am only in a fanfic.net yeah. girl it's a reimagining of the ending of Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End, where Elizabeth turns into Calypso. Elizabeth becomes Calypso, Calypso. who is the ruler, the goddess of the, the sea. goddess of the sea. But Will Turner is still Davy Jones. Davy Jones, who ferries the souls lost at sea to the other side, which means. They can somehow find a way to be together. To be together. They're both immortal. Yes. They both have like superpowers. Yeah. I won't. And superpowers, I. They, they both have powers. Yeah. Um, and it was just Elizabeth's point of view of how she was like so crushed when Will died that when Calypso gave her this offer, she immediately accepted because she's always been drawn to the sea. She's always loved. Which it. makes sense because like. She did end up with pirates, and to her credit, and, like, yeah, to, like, work out the film script, mm-hmm. she had to be good at it. But, yeah, she was good at it. She was great. And what I loved most about that fic was it really gave me a whole new sense of Elizabeth. Yeah. I never thought of her as someone who had this, like, wild sense of adventure, who loved the sea, who was called to it, who was drawn to yeah. it. And that Will was a reluctant pirate. But yes. Elizabeth was a willing pirate. Like, yes. she wanted to do it. Yeah. And I think in the fic, they talk about how, you know, she didn't want to 
kill people. Or yeah. Maybe that was a different fic that I was trying to peruse. Um, but she just loved that sense of adventure and freedom. Yeah. And now she's Calypso, goddess of the sea. And they each have their own duties, so they can't physically be together all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do come together on yeah. their island. And I loved it. I loved it too. It wasn't it wasn't like sexy or wasn't anything like that. No. But it still gave me a it, it gave me a different feeling than I get than when I read Twilight Fix. It it gave me a feeling of like I'm gonna examine the movies differently now. Yeah. Same. And enough like I I, ha- I want to go back and rewatch them. Yeah. Because um, now it's like, wait, why didn't they think of this? This with is this, a really good idea. It's an amazing idea. And maybe if it were written now that there's a lot more emphasis and focus on women. Yeah. Um, but it just, it made her a fuller character. Yeah. And I loved it. So I will agree with you that it was lacking the tropes I truly love in fanfic, which is hot, sexy sex. Yeah. And tension. Um, and dear listeners, we looked... We did. We, we looked. And there is not. Nary. N- there is nary a fic like, that I would equate to anything close to Twilight fanfic. Yes. It's a lot of, you know, Jack and Elizabeth. It's a lot of that is a thing. Jack and her an original character. Like, Coral and they go treasure hunting for the fountain of youth and Will and Elizabeth tag along. Yes. There's no like Will is working at a coffee shop and yes. Elizabeth is a student. And so yeah, we just we see a gap in the market right now. And we think we want to throw our caps in. We think we can fix it. So um, I, I've thought about a fun way to do this. Okay. Um, you mentioned earlier that we have favorite tropes. Yeah. I say, let's, like, brainstorm a couple of tropes, okay. and then we'll kind of, like, auto-generate and see, like, you have to... Yeah. We're going to write some fanfic again, oh, listeners. We're gonna, we loved it last time. We loved it last, we loved time. It last time. Don't time. care if you didn't like it at all. We're doing it again. Okay, so... Favorite tropes. Um, I think, obviously... The they're one on bed! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, only one bed... I'm a big enemies to lovers person. Yes. Another trope that I tend to love mm-hmm. is the saving of the girl. Which, yes. as a feminist, as a girl boss, I'm supposed to want to save myself, but I, I want to be saved. I think we established in fanfic, like, you, I like it when boys tell me what to do in bed. You like saving the girl. Yes. Like, Sometimes, it's not not feminist, because no. it's what I enjoy. It's just, it's it's fun. It's the F guy. It's fun. It's fun. Um, another trope that I love: quirky best friend. You love a quirky best friend. I love a quirky Obviously, best friend. Obviously, Jack Sparrow fits that perfectly. Yes, he's mm-hmm. gonna be a B character. Ooh, yeah. This is similar to kind of the only one bed type of thing, but mm-hmm. any scene in where people get stranded with one another. Okay. Yeah. Like they have to. They be together. Ha- They're trapped in a They're room. They're trapped together. in a room together. They're trapped. Oh, we're the only people here that. Do this. Do this. Yeah. I love a good, like, eye-fucking, you know, where there's thoughts flying Ooh, through their brain yes. of, like, I want, I want, I want tension, tension. Oh, I love this. I love this trope. It's not as common, but it's definitely out there. Okay. A fake relationship. Oh, absolutely. Starts off. Absolutely. Starts off. Like, a, a, there's a bet. 
Or, you know, I, you, I got there's a bet. Or I'll it's like, bring you home. You have to pretend to be You me. have to pretend to be my girlfriend so that my ex-girlfriend will think I'm totally over her. But yes. then you start feeling more feelings for her. Yes. Um, I love it. What? I love, love a good miscommunication. <sighs> kind of like a normal people. Sorry, I said I'm on a normal people kick. Kind of like, remember when they break up for the first time? Yes. yes. And Connell's like, we should see other people. Yes. And Marianne's like, what the fuck? Yes. But it's really because, like, yes. they were just spending Katie. the summer apart. The only near relationship I've ever had, the only reason to turn, turn into a full relationship is because of miscommunication. miscommunication. I'm going to give you some tropes to do that you have to incorporate. I have to incorporate. Okay. Okay, so I'm doing saving the girl, one bedroom, miscommunication, quirky best friend. Okay. I'm doing enemies to lovers, trapped somewhere, I fucking quirky best friend. Yes. Okay. Okay. Are we writing a script? Are we writing a scene? Or just anything that speaks to us, really? A summary? When I think of this, I think, like, actually writing, like, a fan, like, what fanfic would be. Okay. Um, what do you feel? I'm almost getting the sense of, I want to do a whole story summary. A like, whole story summary? Okay. Yeah. So instead of, like, a specific scene, we instead do a story of, summary? Yes. Okay, yeah. Done. Yes, and then it's, like, if if you were to describe the fanfic that we wrote. Yeah. Oh, love it. Okay, love we'll it. do that. Um, how much time? Do you want to do 10 minutes? Yeah, let's start with 10 and see where we're at. Okay, I'm going to pause the recording, too. Okay, so, yikes a Yikes. I have something, and I am, like, so embarrassed by it, but it's the first thing that came to my head, so I have to honor that. What about you? How was this experience for you? Because I'm trying to get the whole story yeah. kind of in a summary. Yeah. So... It's very tropey. Okay. It's very standard. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. But maybe we should do a pirate rock, paper, scissors. Gun. No. Gun, sword. Gun, sword, medallion. Gun, sword, poison. Gun, sword, poison. So gun, sword, and then poison. Poison. But what? So oh, gun beats sword. Gun beats everything. I was going to say gun beats everything. Gun beats sword. Sword beats no, gun beats sword. You know what? Rock paper scissors. <laughs> okay. Hey, for effort, we were yeah, right on. We were, we were, we were, we were, we were gonna do it. It would take more thought. Yeah. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. Oh, fuck, I have to go first. Yep. Okay. So I'm so embarrassed. Plus, I went first last time. Okay. 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 Um, so my tropes were enemies to lovers, trapped in, I fucking and quirky best friend. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna like. This is going to be a mixture of me reading what I have, but also Mm -hmm. suspend your disbelief and just know that Elizabeth Swan mm -hmm. is the next big thing in Hollywood. She's on a meteoric rise after having been cast in Hector Barbosa's latest secret project. Oh! Will Turner doesn't want to work in set design. He has dreamt of being an architect his entire life and is close to being able to afford tuition after working nonstop on film sets the past four years because it's what his dad did. When he gets an outrageous offer to work in the Caribbean for a star director for a large chunk of change, he jumps at the opportunity. Barbosa's secret project leads to a small and intimate cast and crew, you know, mm-hmm. one where the lead actress and the set deck or set design person would, would interact. Yes. Will admires Elizabeth from afar, but he thinks that she's a snotty actress, and she also has a negative taste in her mouth. After an unfortunate run-in of something I couldn't think of, but mm-hmm. I, give me a give me a night, and um, I can think of a run-in. Yeah. Or maybe she even points out maybe like a flaw of his that he's aware of, and mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh my god, she sees me." She sees. Oh, that's 
Good, yeah. Katie. So, anyway, they don't like each other. Okay. That's where the enemies is. So, they film at a beautiful house on top of a mountain in the Caribbean. And when they're done filming for the day, Will stays behind to, like, work on something for the set. And uh, Elizabeth, actually, her... Her uh, gay best friend slash makeup artist for the movie is Jack Sparrow. Mm -hmm. And he confuses Elizabeth's stunt double for her. Mm -hmm. So when they're all packing up on the bus to go back down to the hotel, you know, Jack Sparrow accidentally sees Elizabeth's stunt double. And she's like, oh, yep, Elizabeth is here. We're good to go. Basically, Will and Elizabeth are at this beautiful mansion at the top of the hill. I love it. And Will's staying behind to work on sets, and she just happens to be, like, taking a nap or something. I don't know. Uh Just something that she ended up doing. But then there's a huge storm coming. Katie! Huge storm coming. And so when it starts raining, that's when this starts happening. Mm-hmm. Will and Elizabeth find themselves in the house. And they're like, what the fuck? How are we both here? And so Will is like, it's okay. I have a car. But it's been raining so much that his car is now stuck in the mud. Now, I'm not being completely unrealistic here. No, okay? you're they not. Have, they have cell phones. So what they do uh-huh. is they're like, fine. We'll just call our friends and we'll tell them to come get them. However, it's storming so yeah, bad. Service, no service. Yeah, well, no, they have service, but they're like, look, we can't make it back up that mountain. Y'all are going to have to at least sit there throughout the night and wait for the rain to stop because it's just a mudslide right now. So, yeah, they're going to have to stay. Elizabeth sees that uh, Will isn't too bad, and Will sees that she's not a snob, and they have a candlelit dinner because the power, <laughs> power is out. Is and they're both yeah. eye-fucking because they realize yes. they speak the same language, <laughs> but they're like... He's thinking, like, she's not going to hit on me. Uh Like, I'm just a lowly set deck. And she's thinking, like, he's too polite or he would never do that. So it's like, what's going on here? But, of course, they end up fucking. And so this is where I kind of stopped planning. But basically, I have what I want. Long term, what I see happening is I see them wanting to be together. Mm -hmm. But I think Will gets jealous because they really want to push this relationship in Hector Barbosa's film Mm -hmm. with another actor. Mm -hmm. And so I think they get a lot of fights about that. I love it. Because he's like, I don't deserve you. Like, you you have a, you have your entire career ahead of you. Like, you have all these people that are lined up, like, knocking at your door. Why me? And she's like, because it's you. Because it's you, Will Turner. I loved it, Katie. Okay, thank you. Again, mine is, like, very vanilla. Will Turner is on a scholarship at the prestigious Port Royal University, where he meets oh, a girl yeah. just as wild and untamable as the sea, <laughs> Elizabeth Swan. Elizabeth, the daughter of the provost, is immediately Stop. drawn to Will's quiet intensity. Their mutual friend, Jack Sparrow, invites them to his beach house for spring break. At a wild and rowdy party, <laughs> frat boy Beckett gets too close to Elizabeth. Will steps in and threatens to fight him off. Enraged, Elizabeth storms into her room. Elizabeth claims that she did not need him to save her. Yes! And Will argues that a guy like Beckett would only respect another guy's opinion. The next day, Jack takes his crew out onto the family boat. Will and Elizabeth, quote-unquote, ignore each other. Mm -hmm. But Elizabeth heavily flirts with a guy named James Commodore. And Will, (laughs) Will pulls on those sail ropes a little too hard. Back on land, Jack announces that more people are coming to the house, so they'll have to start sharing rooms. Yes! He throws Elizabeth and Will together. Another night of drinking ensues. Sick of watching Elizabeth flirt, Will goes into their room, dead sober. Elizabeth follows, ready for a fight. Instead, she finds Will twisting his lucky medallion. She asks about it, and she describes how his mother gave it to him before she passed away. 
His mother was a strong woman, and it crushed him that he <sighs> couldn't do more for her. He knows that Elizabeth didn't need to save, didn't need him to save her from Beckett, but he wanted to. Ah! At that moment, he hands Elizabeth the medallion. Jenny! They stare into each other's eyes, and Elizabeth whispers quietly, I wanted you to save me too. <laughs> That's all the permission Will needs. He grabs her face and crushes his lips against hers. Elizabeth gasps at the strength of this quiet man and reciprocates. <laughs> Embers of the bonfire out can be seen through the window, but they are creating their own heat. <laughs> Oh Will deliberately God. removes Elizabeth's cover-up, leaving her in her swimsuit. Slowly, he untangles the strings. <laughs> Jenny! And then I didn't think about what the story is like towards the end. No, that's all I need. I, that's I don't all I got. I'm clapping that one out. Thank you. Thank I'm you clapping so that one much. out. That's a really good one. Super really tropey. But... Hot. I'd, read, hot I'd read the fuck out of that uh, i mean i, I and the, like the detail that you go into with like the medallion and just like the dialogue interspersed too like the important know. parts just you like mwah, i love it i'm absolutely living for the idea of will and elizabeth stuck in this stormy mansion with no electricity. No electricity. The heat of the Caribbean crushing mm-hmm. against them. That was great. That um, was so fun. That was fun. I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we did it too. You know, but since we are a Twilight podcast, should we end with something Twilight related? I feel like we probably should. Yeah. This was a nice little break. A little a little something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only Twilight I can think of that's relevant is that I have just been in like a serious like Fifty Shades kick ever since. Really? Yes, ever since we talked about it, it's just really stayed with me. And I've reread the books uh-huh. and Christian's books. Oh, I know his last book is coming it's out. It's coming out. That's what I'm so excited about. I can't wait to read it. I, the only book I've read is the original Fifty Shades Oh, you haven't book. even read... I, have, I haven't read, read Fifty Shades Darker. I haven't read Fifty Shades Freed. I haven't read any of his books. Wait, but you've read you've read the entire trilogy of the original. No, I've only read the first book in the original trilogy. Jenny, her face right now. Okay, that's gonna be our fic. We're reading it. I'm sorry. We're gonna read Fifty Shades Darker. I can't believe you've never read Fifty Shades Darker. Maybe yeah. maybe you should read Gray. Okay, I'll read Gray. That's what I'll do. I'll read. That's Fifty Shades from yes. his perspective. From his perspective, yes. That'll I'll be read good. Gray, and we'll discuss that next week. Yes. I'm hesitant to talk about this because I like I don't want to talk bad about her because I do really want to like her, but I need to have a word with Suki Waterhouse, Robert Pattinson's girlfriend. Um, I try really hard to like all of his girlfriends. I, that's big of you. It's very big of me. It is. Um, and I did like Suki for a while, but she's up to something. I don't, I don't know. Is she selling more furniture? Yes! She's actually not selling furniture this time. She's, like, renting her closet out. That's bizarre. Yeah, and, like, you can, I mean, there's a really gorgeous Mimi dress on there that I absolutely love. And, like, she has a lot of, like, Gucci on there. But, like, she's renting her closet out, which I'm, like. Renting or selling clothes? Renting. Like, you can rent from her. That's bizarre. I feel like you're, you're inviting freaks. Yeah. 1,000%. 1,000%. I would rent from you, Suki Waterhouse. I'm a fucking freak, okay? It's like, where are you going to have a mutual location? Yeah, well, how is does that work? Gonna, if, you, if you need to return it, are you going to send it to her house? Right. Are people going to go and stalk? Like, this is just a gateway for stalkers. Yes, exactly. And also, sorry, I have to admit, she's her family's rich. 
Her dad's a plastic surgeon. I mean, maybe she's just trying to make her own independent wealth. It seems so weird, though. It's a weird avenue. It's a weird avenue that she deci- that she's doing this through social media. It's kind of like she's constantly moving and trying to sell furniture that she doesn't need anymore. This renting her closet business, I really don't understand. Yeah. It's it's sus. It's very sus. It's a sus thing. I also had a theory that her and Robert, uh, I love how I call him Robert. Yeah, Rob. <laughs> His name is Rob, but I'm like, Robert? I had a theory that her and Rob broke up because she started posting on Instagram a lot more. Mm. Because as any heartbroken girl knows... knows when you're heartbroken, you get back on the gram. You get back on the gram and you love it. Or you tell yourself you love it. Yeah. And you like need this attention. And you need. You tell yourself, I'm not posting this for him. No. I'm, I'm not, not posting, posting this, this for, for him. him. No. You absolutely, absolutely are, honey. Who else are we posting stuff for if not for him? So I've had that suspicion, but it's, it's also not confirmed. Interesting. Strange and bizarre. I wish I had more. I, I've been reading a lot of um, Harry Potter fanfic lately. Mm. I, I, like, need to get... I, need, I, sh- I, like, I should read real books. I know. I actually just read a real book, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going I'm, back to fake books. <laughs> I really want to read A Court of Thorns and Roses. Rose yeah, yeah. I want to read that, too. I, like... I'm hearing good things about it. I just read The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Would not recommend. I bought Una Out of Order... Mm-hmm. With the intent to read it, haven't cracked it open. Okay, it's okay. Have, have not cracked it open. Well, that's all. That's um, all for me. Yeah, um, this was great though. Do we do a different side? Do we keep by Loca? Absolutely, we keep. Bi-loca. We keep by Loca. Okay, okay, then. So until next time, bye Loca.